Next time, I'll try knitting. A recovering alcoholic's opinion about life, sobriety and stuff. Lights down, bums on seats, silence please, on with the show. To manipulate or not to manipulate? Well, that's a question, isn't it? I mean, there was a time when manipulating people was just the way it was. I'd go as far as saying I'd pretty much default to manipulative behaviour because... Well, actually, because why? Sometimes it was because force of habit, why not? Other times it was because people were getting in the way of what I wanted. Nice guy, huh? Of course, now I'm sober, I can see the vast majority of my manipulative behaviour was to make sure I could get wasted and get everyone off my back because I was getting wasted. But when I got sober, the need for manipulative behaviour vanished. I wasn't more or less permanently and insanely drunk all the time. But I'd become so practised at manipulation that it was something I did instinctively, reactively, without a thought. And when I started digging into my manipulative behaviours, I found all sorts of other behaviours behind it. It's never one thing, is it? But wait, it gets worse. When I see other people indulging in poor behaviour, I get all self-righteous, critical and judgmental and become badly behaved myself. It's kind of a muddle, isn't it? One character defect of mine not only triggers other behaviours of mine, but similar behaviour in other people triggers a bunch of bad stuff in me. Great! I can't win, can I? Well, if I think I can't win, I'd never have got sober. The point here is I can try and reduce the impact of my poor behaviours or character defects. It has to start with me. Let other people do what they do, I am not responsible for them. If other people behave badly, that isn't an excuse for me to do the same. What I do is up to me, and to make the point clear, I'm the alcoholic who needs to stay sober. So I have to do something, otherwise I'll be back in the madness of active alcoholism again. But there is good news. I've got loads of help on my side with the 12-step programme. And remember, 6 and 7 specifically address character defects like manipulation. The other steps help and support 6 and 7 if I just centre on step 6 and 7 for a moment. I've got daily inventory, prayer, meditation, meetings, a sponsor. And when I get it wrong, I've got loads of ways of approaching what I've done, putting things right and then working out why I did something and doing something about it. Now, doing something about character defects is never easy. It's not fun. But all I have to do is make progress here. After all, if I reduce one bad behaviour or character defect, and given that one character defect triggers other defects of mine, I'm actually dealing with a lot of things at once, which is bound to have a net positive impact on me and everyone around me. And remember this, it's not the destination that ever counted, fixing all my defects. It's the journey that counts. In other words, steady improvement. And the best news of all? I'll take the very good point that the 12 steps are a programme of progress, not perfection. And all I need to do is what I can to change what I can. The bottom line being that I don't have to change everything. All I have to do is try to change something. And if I do that, I'll never have to worry about going back to the bottle because I'll be eliminating my bad behaviours and removing the risks of sliding back one day at a time. Next time I'll try knitting by JJ Chan. Another episode will appear soon, like a bus, and mow you down when you're not looking. Bye. <laughs>